0: Drunk Dish contains adult language that may not be appropriate for all listeners. Listener discretion is advised. When I was editing the last episode, you and I, like, I could barely, very clearly see where we clapped very easy to line up kate i'm looking at her thing and i'm like there's there's nothing there there isn't even <laughs> anything remotely bigger than just regular talking so i just had to listen to it Did for you... like 15 minutes and then i got to it and it was like like it was the quietest <laughs> And I found it. So, I mean, it was fine. I found it. But like. That's great. I was like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah, yeah that's, that's wonderful. That seems right. <laughs> and that oh tries. Maybe God. Kate just instinctually was like, oh, this is going to be loud. Let me pull back from the microphone. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> Probably. But that's the idea. That's what we want. I know. <laughs> we want it to be loud. And, anyways, hello and welcome to Drunk Dish, where three delicious dishes explore food history and get pickled in the process. This is episode 39, where we will be discussing the life and legacy of St. Vincent of Saragossa. Gosa? Gossa. Saragossa.
1: I think it's Gosa. I'm not correcting you because I don't fucking know. (laughs) I'm (laughs) Melissa. I'm, I mean, I'm Kate. <laughs> I was going to say it, and then I was like, shit, it's Kate's turn. Oh, I'm sorry. God. That was all me. That was that was my awkwardness.
2: That was not all you. Kate was supposed to go next. Yeah, I don't think I heard you say I'm Melissa. Like, oh, okay. uh, I think I was yeah, laughing yeah, yeah. too
0: yeah. much. So anyways, I'm Melissa. That's Kate. Who else do we have? Amy. That's <laughs> uh, a party. Great. <laughs> it is a party. Um it's snowing outside, it's very loud because it's like, it's snow but it's like gross, heavy, wet. Mm. Mm-hmm. Snow, but you know it's a pandemic so it's we're all December stuck inside anyway. Yeah. <laughs> it's December. Um, so now that we've introduced ourselves every episode, Kate likes to ask us one food related question. Kate, what is our question? Uh,
2: easy one today, maybe? I don't know. Um, mm-hmm. I, I don't think that we have answered this question before. So uh, my question question was just what is your favorite wine whether it's your favorite brand or um what's the fancy word varietal
0: varietal <laughs> um,
2: yeah or favorite you know kind of what you lean towards or if you have a if you have something that's your go-to
1: amy's face is <laughs> cracking me up right now because I know that my answer is going to be, like,
0: the white trash answer. Like, I'm here <laughs> repping, like, people with no taste or I class. I mean, you are from kind of, well, you're center New Hampshire, I guess. But northern New Hampshire, we'll say. Yeah, so That group So, I mean, that's to be expected. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. No, you've definitely never asked that before. Okay. Um, and, like, I don't, I don't. See, the thing I don't, I try so many different types of wines that, like, I don't really have a brand. Like, oh, I like this brand's Merlot, and that's what I always get. Um, because I get the like TCM wine box, you know, every three months that has 12 different wines in it, mm-hmm. you know, plus whatever else I happen to pick up. I don't, I don't really have a favorite. Like, I used to really, really like that, um, German Riesling, the I think it's Zeller Kat Schwartz. Mm-hmm. Um, but, since i've been like doing cocktail stuff and getting more into wine and stuff my palate has moved away from super sweet yeah. so that's like not my one of my favorites anymore um but i really i pretty much like all varietals um the only one that i'm usually like nah no thanks bro are um short chardonnays mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i'm not a huge fan of and then Moscato's I'm not a huge fan of just because they're so sweet too sweet okay um too sweet yeah I like a drier riesling but I mean I'll drink pretty much any riesling I love Pinot grigio um I I love um sauvignon blanc I love a, a bordeaux like a red bordeaux I love merlot cabernet um red blends I used to be really into malbecs but again as I've moved a little bit drier like my palate has moved a little bit drier I've mm. kind of moved away from them um, I really love a, a Cab sauv. <laughs> so like, <laughs> I don't, I, uh, I'm i not huge on rosé, but like I, there are a couple rosés that I like, but again, that tends to be sweeter. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I tend to not like that as much, but yeah, I like dry wines, but I also don't like wines that are super heavy, which are sometimes at odds with each other um, because oh, the yeah, drier sure, wines sure. do tend yeah. to be a little bit heavier, but yeah, so that that's my answer. I mean, if it's wine, I'll probably drink it. Even if it's Chardonnay, and I don't even like Chardonnay. <laughs> <laughs>
2: if it's there and it's wine? Yeah, I'll probably drink it.
0: <laughs> it's game. Uh, unless it's Arbor Mist or... Mm uh franzia hey you throw a little bit of sprite in any of those i'm there oh that's true (laughs) i mean you'll get a hell of a headache but it'll taste good
2: (laughs) i mean if it's like a two o'clock in the afternoon and you're sitting out by the you know like outside just kind of yeah i'm there for it. it's fine
0: (laughs) yeah no it's fine yeah amy what's your trash pick um (laughs) whatever's on sale Like, I, that uh do not knock that naked no. wine those are like five dollars a bottle and that stuff's great yeah mm-hmm. like i'm not
1: like i don't have a sophisticated enough palate to like really appreciate all of the different notes in different varieties of wine i'm I not mean, a big fan either, really <laughs> of of any red wines um unless they're used as an ingredient in things like sangria or like um like that's you made some sort of warm delicious drink for us last Year around this time, Melissa,
0: with mm. it was like
1: mulled wine or something like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah. It, like, so I like like red wine as an ingredient. I don't like red wine just to drink. Um, so white wines for me and whatever's on sale, because I'm just going to mix it with Sprite. <laughs> fair.
0: <laughs> That's so a form fair. of a spritzer. We'll talk about that in a little bit. <laughs> and like Target has that $5 California roots. Most of those are pretty good. Yeah. That's a, like, why.
1: why? If I can't appreciate all those different flavors, why spend more than $5 a bottle? I mean, it
0: really depends because obviously there's (laughs) levels of quality. So, like, you might not be able to appreciate all the different flavors, but you sure as hell appreciated the Dom Perignon that we drank. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And yes. notice the difference between that and a also expensive champagne that we drank before it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think so there's, there's like levels. But. Yeah, there's
1: and there's a difference too between like what's your everyday pick versus like what's your special occasion pick. Like because I know so little, like I'm every day I'm gonna go with the five dollar bottle.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I'm a solid choice. Yeah, can't go wrong there. Definitely.
2: Hey. Um. So the obviously we're not on on camera but mm, just to sort of there it sh- is <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> oh i had uh, it backwards it's zeller schwartz cat not yeah, zeller, cat it's, uh, schwartz. The, it's
2: <laughs> zeller and it's a schwarze Katze a uh, good german riesling uh that happens to be my personal favorite um it is super sweet
0: <laughs> yeah i mean <laughs> it's delicious. very good but it yeah, is really
2: but sweet. it is really good and it's it's um before, while i was thinking about this question i did a little bit of looking around on the on the interwebs um specifically like to you know find out a little bit more about this wine um so Schwarzkatze is means black cat and zeller is um the zell is i guess the the town this is the history or the or the Um, not history but like sort of the folklore around this little wine here (laughs) and Mm. it's like the town um that this little black cat lived in they they say uh and that's where this gets its name but the reason i I, the reason i went down that road was because blue nun used to be my top 10 like every day i love this wine so much um And what I've now come to realize is that blue nun is like the arbor mist of the (laughs) eighties. Like it is, and not not really. It's better. Um, To
0: be fair, it's better than arbor mist.
2: Yeah, it's not. I mean, it's not a mix. It's it's not like flavored with blueberries. Yeah, it's real. Yeah, it's
0: it's a real riesling.
2: Right, but it's a riesling, and it's kind of considered like a, or it was. It had kind of really become like a really (laughs) sort of. joke wine I guess Mm -hmm. in the like late 80s and the 90s like it was used to really like in in pop culture it was used to talk about like how sort of out of touch with the world you were if you drank blue nun, (laughs) and like how like uh sort of old-fashioned and not hip you were so i was like oh actually this is perfect for me (laughs) (laughs) that's amazing Um, yeah yeah so um i do have a blue blue nun um mirror in my kitchen which we found at a Mm -hmm. flea market one time that was pretty cool but so yeah so those uh give me a sweet riesling from germany uh and I'm happy.
0: <laughs> nice. Um, but Melissa, what is, uh, what's the drink of the night? Um, so uh, I picked a wine cocktail for the night um, known as a Negroni Spagliato. Um, That's beautiful. I pre- That yeah. B was the, too hard. The B shouldn't have been that hard. But anyways, um, and what's funny about it is that I just continually try, keep trying cocktails with Campari. Mm-hmm. Um but I hate Campari. No, I hate it. <laughs> but I keep forcing myself to drink it in different cocktails in hopes that ooh, in hopes that at some point um, I will develop a taste for it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but it's extremely bitter, like okay. extremely. Um, but so this Negroni variation is one ounce of Campari, one ounce of sweet vermouth, and then one ounce of sparkling wine of your choice. Look at this weird top. Ooh, that it's is weird. plastic. Um, I wanted to open it on the mic cause we don't get to open stuff very often, yeah. but now I'm like worried that it's just going to shoot off without warning or something. <laughs> um, now traditionally this is made with Prosecco, but like when I initially looked it up, the recipe I saw just said sparkling wine of your choice. So I just got a cheapo yellowtail sparkling white wine. Um, <clears throat> and, uh, essentially you just put the Campari and the vermouth in a glass with ice and then you top it with sparkling wine and you're done, uh. And this doesn't really have any history. Spagliato just means messed up or mistaken oh, no. in Italian, um, and the exact origins are unknown. But the story is that it was simply a mistake by a busy bartender when they added sparkling wine to a Negroni instead of gin. Oh, oh! And then they got this. So since this doesn't have much much history, I'm trying to open this thing. If anybody <laughs> is wondering why, I'm like. <laughs> um, I decided to do a little bit of history about wine and cocktails because uh, they kind of have a bad rap um, because of wine coolers specifically. Uh, mm, um, mm-hmm. We all know, you know, those like old school Seagrams or Bartle whatever. Bartle and James, baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know that's that just a like thing. that was the go to when you were in high school. And mm-hmm. then like it gives you a really bad headache because it's so overly sweet. It's disgusting. Um so this brief history I'm gonna talk about. I mostly got this from an article on Eater called Everything You Need to Know About Wine Cocktails by Daniela Galarza. Um, but I'm gonna try and open this real quick. <laughs> I can't Melissa's What's face happening?
1: I'm gonna describe.
0: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's was great. Wow. I'm sorry. That was Did it spill? so loud. Huh? What? Did it spill? No, no, it just, this thing just like, I can usually, because it's plastic, like with a regular cork, cork, I, I know how to like slowly pull it out so yeah. that you let out a little bit of gas and it doesn't like blow off with so much force. But this one just kind of, just kind of did it. Just kind of for But now I have the it. whole bottle here so I can just refill as I go since I'm definitely not going to like this cocktail. Nice. <laughs> it's pretty though. I mean, it, it does already make pretty. Makes, Drink's really pretty because of its, like, it's, like, orange color. Mm-hmm. <laughs> your face is
1: great. <laughs>
0: uh, and, I mean, to be fair, most of the sparkling wine is currently on the top. Mm. That is the best drink I've had with Campari in it. But Campari is so bitter, and it gets you right at the back of your palate. Like, like it's, okay, it's good, it's good, it's good, and then it hits the back, and it's just, like... Oh, mm. it's so bitter. Yeah, this is not a good
2: choice. <laughs>
1: this is a bad choice.
0: So, but I mean, that initial sip's pretty good. It really uh, tamps it down, the bitterness, I think, because this sparkling wine's probably pretty sweet. Mm. Yeah, I am mean, that might get me used to Campari. Anyways, <laughs> uh, so to talk a little bit about wine cocktails, I did take a, a direct, direct quote from this article just because... Well, you'll see why it has some references in it that I thought were funny. And I just wanted to read it directly as it was written. So, for years, wine cocktails got a bad rap. And it was almost exclusively because of a thing called the wine cooler. Like Yacht Rock and the Golden Girls, wine coolers are associated with a different time in American culinary history. A time before artisanal cocktails and craft beer were listed on every other restaurant's menu. I just like the reference to Yacht Rock and the Golden Girls. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. But so as we pretty much already know because we have talked about wine a little bit on the show um, wine is like the earliest form of alcoholic beverage it's basically the first thing that like humans had a bunch of like fruit and shit go bad and they were like huh i can drink this and then it went a little more bad and they were like huh i can drink this and then have a really good time (laughs) um so prior to um distillation coming around in the 13th century It's really likely that early humans mixed, you know, this fermented wine stuff with other like other fruits, herbs, honey, all that sort of stuff. So they were kind of making like their own little, you know, wine cocktails. Um, And then basically like a cocktail consists of three things. It consists of a distilled spirit. So and, you know, gin or vodka or what have you, um, some form of sugar and then a bitter um, and then on top of those ingredients, obviously, you can, like, add liquids, fruits, infusions, dilutions, flavorings, whatever the hell your heart desires. Um, <coughs> why did I write? Sorry. I wrote wine or a beverage made. for. Oh, OK. <sighs> guys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's early. I don't need there. We have no excuses. Yeah, no, I definitely did not pregame because we're <laughs> so early. Um Essentially, so adding wine to a cocktail um, can add complexity because, as we talked about before, wine has all these different flavors and and the textures can be different from wine to wine, from Veritol to Veritol, um, which makes it actually really valuable behind any sort of bar to kind of spruce up some other drinks. Um, I would think, <coughs> too,
2: cost-wise... For a lot of wines, I would think it would be considerably less expensive than another spirit.
0: If well, you were but in often a bar- another spirit is in that cocktail. So, is like that- the wine isn't the distilled spirit. The wine would act- is usually in place of like the sugar.
2: Oh, okay. Part okay. Of
0: a cocktail. Um, so some examples like the classic French aperitif known as the cur is a combination of creme de cassis, which is a black currant liqueur in white wine. I love a good cur, um, but oftentimes I'll add a splash of seltzer to it as well to make it bubbly, which is I discovered today is another thing. So we'll talk about that a little too. Um, <laughs> and then it's kind of a mistake to think that a cocktail that contains wine is lower in alcohol than one that does not. Um, and that can be the case in, say, a spritzer. Or a sangria where it doesn't. I mean, my sangria does have hard liquor in it, but a spritzer generally is just wine and seltzer, so it doesn't have a lot of added ABV to it. Um, But then you look at something like the French 75, which is champagne, lemon juice, simple syrup, and gin. Um, Mm. And the amount of gin that goes into that is is a fair amount. A French 75 will knock you on your ass. It's so good, though. (laughs) Oh my god, I love it. Have we had that? Um, Huh? Have we had that? Yeah. I don't know if we've done it on the show, but it's mm. one of my go-tos. If I mm. have champagne laying around and I, I don't want to just drink champagne, sh- blah, blah, just drink straight champagne, Um, I'll make a French 75 or some variation of it. Um, Like election night, I did the Instagram story that nobody watched. Um, and I made like an election French 75 by adding blue curacao to it instead of simple <laughs> syrup. Nice. <laughs> Because we're trash, just like this country. Um, (laughs) Or also a sidecar as well as a popular drink that includes wine that packs a wallop. Mm. Um, So some of the most common ways wine is used in cocktails or different types of wines used in cocktails are stuff like a wine spritzer, which we kind of talked about, which is a combo of wine and bubbly water. And it's always served chilled. There's going to be a lot of names in here that I can't pronounce. I was talking to Kate before you got <laughs> here. There's some Hungarian stuff in here that I don't even know where to start. <laughs> um, there's a Spitzer, um, which Ooh. is obviously German, and that's a combination of wine and fizzy le- lemonade, which sounds delicious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a Frox. I don't think that's how it's pronounced. There's an umlaut over the O. Um, but that's Hungarian um, and they have like that's basically a whole slew of different types of spritzers, but they call for very specific proportions of wine to water um, or other ingredients. An example is the Ujhazi frocks, mm. mm-hmm. which is made mm-hmm. from 20 mils of wine plus a type of pickle juice mm. and then a massive frox, which I'm sure is not how you say that, but it means teddy bear spritzer. Um, which is a combination of red wine soda and raspberry syrup. That sounds Ooh. good. It both like all of those sound really good. I also just really am into fizzy lemonade. Yeah. So like yeah. Yeah. I'm not a big yeah. fan of pickle
1: anything, so I wouldn't be into that. Oh, that's true. Yeah. But I that second one. I've
0: always wanted to try a pickleback, which is like a kind of like a bartender handshake. Like it's a thing bartenders do to like welcome other bartenders to their bar. And basically, usually it's a shot of whiskey. Um, followed by a shot of pickle juice brine.
2: Nope. No. I, nope. What do you mean no, Kate? No. pickles are delicious. No. Pickles, oh, I'm I love pickles. Uh, I'm gonna
0: make you do a pickleback. Is it the whiskey?
2: No, I just the idea of doing a shot of pickle juice is just I'm gonna like, make you not, do it. I'm gonna make you do it.
0: I'm gonna make you do it. All right. Um. <laughs> And then um, we have fortified wine, which is a wine um, that has a distilled spirit added. So types of fortified wines include sherry, Madeira and Marsala. Um, Sherry is a whole thing that I really want to dive into at some point. But it's like the couple times I've looked into sherry, there's just so much information and so many different kinds. I've gotten scared and I've kind of been like, no, I'm going to do something easier. Um, Mm -hmm. But it's definitely on my list. You also have aromatized wine, which is a fortified wine that has been flavored with spices, herbs, or flowers. Some examples of these are Quinquina, an Italian aromatized wine with quinine. Americano, which is also Italian, because Italians love these like bitter, aromatized wines or fortified wines. Um, The Americano is flavored with gentian root, which is apparently very bitter, and quinine, which is very bitter. So I'm going to guess that I would not like an Americano, and then you have vermouth, which is the most popular aromatized wine, and that's, um basically comes in a bunch of styles, which I think we did talk about on an episode not that long ago, mm-hmm. um, but essentially you have light, dry, sweet, red, and blanc. <clears throat> um, a lot of vermouth apparently also has quinine in it, um, which is surprising because I don't like quinine, but I, I really like vermouth, so it must just be a good blend. And then you have lilay, um, which is a blend of Bordeaux macerated fruit and a bit of quinine. Like all of these have quinine in them. I don't know mm. what's going on. Um, if you don't know, quinine is what gives tonic water its distinct bitter. taste.
1: Yeah. Oh. Yes.
0: Yeah. Like I don't like tonic water at all. It's it's way too bitter for me.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, of course, you have sangria, which we've talked about, um, a Spanish beverage that combine combines wine and fresh fruit. And then champagne is used in many cocktails, again, including the famous French 75, um, mimosas, uh, I think a Buck's Fizz, which is a mo- mimosa with added liqueur, I believe. I didn't write it down, so I could be wrong. Um, and the Cur Royale, which is cur, that um, black currant liqueur um, mixed with champagne instead of white wine, which I've also done. I didn't realize I was doing like an actual drink, but apparently I was. Um, and then, of course, Prosecco, like champagne, mm-hmm. is versatile being used in bellinis, which is Prosecco with peach nectar, juice, or puree. If you've never had a bellini, they are amazing and delicious. They're and really a lot of yummy. places now, yeah, make them with other fruits. Traditionally, a bellini is with peach. But a mm-hmm. lot of places you can go and be like, I want a strawberry bellini or an orange bellini or what have you. Um, obviously, the Spagliato, which is what I'm drinking tonight. And then there's a Scrupino. Um, that is lemon sorbet, limoncello, vodka, and prosecco, that sounds, which that sounds, sounds like w- one of the most delicious yeah. things on the planet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, my god. Like, I want to be drinking that right now. Yeah. Um, we have mulled wine, which we've done on the show, which is uh, wine that is warmed usually with spices, flavoring, and fruit. And then last, we have distilled wine. So this is wine that has gone through the distilling process and has stopped its fermentation. It increases the alcohol content by removing much of the liquid um, that diluted, like, the original beverage. So types of distilled wine include brandy, grappa, pisco, cognac, and armagnac. Oh, Oh, okay. I didn't realize that those Mm were, like, distilled wines. Neither did I. Yeah, there's so many, like, that you think they're, like, regular liquors its own thing yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 but they're all wines and then another thing with a lot of these wines too is they do need to be refrigerated not so much the brandy grappa like not the distilled wines but like mulled wine needs to be refrigerated aromatized wine needs to be refrigerated fortified wine needs to be refrigerated mm. like that stuff should really be kept cold um it'll stay fresher longer that way um and that's all i got about wine very cool very cool yeah amy Yeah, so
1: tonight I'm going to be talking about St. Vincent of Saragossa, who uh, is the patron saint of wine. Mm -hmm. So, fitting. Um, He's also, like, his life and legacy is pretty hardcore. Like, he's hardcore as fuck. Um,
0: (laughs) I love that. I saw that. I saw that in your notes. And I told Kate, I said, I'm not going to read any further. But I love that the first line says hardcore AF, and I'm really excited. (laughs) (laughs) um yeah he so in his life he
1: studied um hagiography which i'm probably mispronouncing but it's the practice of recording and sharing stories of saints in the catholic church so essentially he was like a church historian and scholar well that's cool yeah um and there's some like really wild stories about his life um one of which is the reason why he well, it's one of the theories of the reason why he's the patron saint of wine. It's the most popularized theory. There was also, I was reading a lot of different like Catholic history sites, and there is some shit on there that I'm just going to call bullshit on. Like <laughs> like <laughs> like one of the what? one of the what? things. Yeah, one of the things was like, "Oh, like he might be the patron saint of wine because his name Vincent if said <clears throat> the French way, which they mean like with a French accent, is Vincent" Like, this, that's not like the French version of Vincent is just saying it with, like, an affected right. accent. It's the same name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it sounds like
0: wine blood in France, in French. Mm. Uh, that's definitely the only reason why someone would be a patron saint of wine. It yeah. made
1: no sense. I was like, <laughs> bullshit. This is all made <laughs> up. <laughs> so, dear listeners, I do... I do uh, do some evaluating of my sources.
0: <laughs> That's the scholar. I, in her. I only
1: bring you top-notch quality, most
0: likely true shit. So, <laughs> uh, sidebar. Yes, is it rogue scholar or road scholar? Road, Road. Oh, my it, my whole life, I've Ooh. thought it was rogue and I thought it meant way like cooler. right like it's a really really smart person that has a lot of degrees but they like this is the definition I made up in my head they're they like have a, a lot maverick. of degrees and they're really they smart out. they're a maverick but like and they don't want to like stay in one field <laughs> like they're all over the place so it's, well that <laughs> is a rogue scholar yes but, but that could work for Rhodes Scholar
1: too so it's Rhodes <laughs> with an S it's at a the Rhodes end and it's R H O D E S. yeah and it's specifically like for, um, it's it has to do with Oxford University. I don't remember exactly what, but like it's I knew Amy. It, it would specifically know. has to do with like the UK and Commonwealth oh. countries.
0: So it's like a specific designation. I don't know more than that. Oh, okay. Well, good to know. I've been saying it wrong my entire life, and no one ever corrected me. Eh, not that I've said rogue not, stol- scholar that much.
2: Just to, <laughs> just to clarify, rogue scholar. Is the name of my new band?
1: Yes.
0: <laughs> I mean, I was really, just right? It would be
1: an amazing
0: like film script. Like their their yes, first hit, their first scholar. hit single is "I will not pick a major." <laughs> <laughs> I will study
1: all the things. Yeah.
0: All right. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. Give me
1: the electives.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Sidebar over. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so Saint Saint Vincent, that guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna tell you first the the story that. Is still bullshit, but is the real reason why he's the patron saint of wine?
0: I think I know why, because I'm kind of looking at... At my notes. I'm going to stop looking at the notes because Mm. I'm getting ahead. All right, I'm closing notes. His donkey invented (laughs) vine pruning. Sure. (laughs) Also sounds like bullshit, right? (laughs) I think think the word usage there is a little misleading. (laughs) I mean, donkey sitting at a desk, like <laughs> plotting out like scientific equations. How does he hold of what the What will pen make minds grow better? Carefully. <laughs> <laughs> does two I don't know. together? Does he use his mouth to write? Do they have, do they have, no, they have one. They don't have cloven hooves, right? I don't think so. Oh, okay. I think it's like I horse It's a mystery.
1: It's a mystery. mystery.
0: <laughs> so the
1: the legend goes that St. Vincent, before he was a saint, just Vincent, right? He's walking mm-hmm. around. Old Vinny. He's preaching and he's trying to convert everybody to Christianity because that was like mm-hmm. the young hip happening thing.
2: Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm.
1: And he happens to stop at a vineyard to discuss the gospels with the men that are working there. And while he's paused and he's talking to them and they're listening, listening intently, his donkey is fucking hungry because they've been walking all day. There's no Mm -hmm. other transportation. And Mm -hmm. his donkey's like, hmm, grapes. Starts nibbling on the uh, vines, eating some grapes. And then uh, apparently the workers who had their work interrupted by some fucking Christian trying to convert Mm them Mm -hmm. um, (laughs) remembered the exact vine That the donkey snacked on and waited a whole year to witness that that vine then bore more fruit.
0: Okay. So more grapes. Bigger grapes. Better grapes. So their argument is that this guy and his donkey invented basically like pruning. Why isn't the donkey the patron saint? Plants in general. Yeah. No. You know who actually discovered it? The fucking workers. Yes. That put it together... That, that that it got eaten and then it grew better, like yep, The okay. <laughs> Anyways,
2: my but my real question, the yes. real question is, was Dominic the donkey?
0: <laughs> wow, that's a callback. <laughs> I think that's a callback from our uh, almost exactly a year ago because yeah. I think we uh, talked about it on our holiday episode. <laughs> oh, I love that song. I know, it's and so I good. was like, I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, and I, it was like an Italian thing or something. Yeah. I'm Irish. We don't have culture. I mean, <laughs> you do. <laughs> <laughs> uh we have any. corned beef and cabbage yay yeah. Yeah. And
1: potato famous
0: potatoes yes yeah, <laughs> yeah and
1: plenty of potatoes if it wasn't um, for Irish immigrants we would not carve uh jack-o-lanterns at
0: Halloween I, I know I educated everybody at work
1: on it yeah so so that's the first story I have about St. Vincent and his donkey and that's we believe to why he's the patron saint of um of vine dressers vinegar makers vintners wine growers and winemakers so all of like the thing that i love about catholicism even though i hate catholicism is that interesting (laughs) like it's nothing if not entertaining right it's like but there's all these different great yeah, yeah there's so many great stories and then there's all these different patron saints so like you like you have somebody to pray to or like talk to or
2: I don't know. You're going out fishing. You got somebody. You're going to go to the park. You got somebody. You you lost your keys. You got somebody. You're like hoping that your car has gas in the tank. You've got somebody. It's like there for all occasions.
1: Yeah. And I just like I really (laughs) want Saint trading cards like Because it's got to be a thing. It is a thing. They're they're called prayer cards. (laughs) They're called trading cards. I I think we talked about this last episode. I want to (laughs) like Pokemon. Like I want to catch them all. Like I want all of them. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) It's so fascinating
0: to me. It is. so interesting. It is wild. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also probably mostly bullshit. Yes. (laughs) Yes.
1: Which brings us to our next story. About St. Yes. Vincent. Um, so I have like these headlines for each of these stories. And uh-huh. Melissa glimpsed the first one. The second one is he thrived in torture. Um, yeah, I did. I did. I did see that. Yep. Yep. So in uh, 303 AD, Rome, still an empire. Romans were pagans. They really liked Jewish people. They really hated Christians. Um and uh, because of that, the emperor put out this edict and was like, "Fuck all you Christians, we hate you, like let's kill you if you're found proselytizing or having religious texts to do with Christianity, because like they saw them as a plague taking over their their area." Yeah, some great pictures in there. Um, so there is this local governor in the Roman Empire. Uh, Dacian, or Dacian, I'm probably saying his name wrong, he decides he's going to bring down the hammer on these two specific religious people, which is Valerius, which sounds like either a Lord of the Rings or Game of Thrones character, and Vincent. Or a sexually transmitted disease. Yeah. Yeah, kind of (laughs) does. So he beats and tortures, he captures these guys, he beats and tortures them, and the two men are like, okay, this is fine, like, whatever. We'll just, like, grit and bear it. We'll get through it. Like, our faith is more important And then uh, Dacking, he wants to break the men. So he demands that he's like, "Okay, tell me where all the religious texts are. Because remember, Vincent is this like church historian. Like he is the keeper of the stories of the saints and they refuse. So he separates them. And part of the reason why he separates them, too, is that Valerius actually, uh, according to uh, church documents, had a speech impediment. So Vincent was speaking on behalf of him. And I guess, like, Vincent's answers were always, like, calm and, like, collected and, like, he'd be, like, getting tortured and the shit beat out of him and he'd just be like, no, man, no, I'm sorry. And this infuriated Dacian, so he separates them and he throws his full force against Vincent, thinking that he's going to break even sooner now that he's all alone and isolated and being tortured. And, like, they torture him so fucking long that the torturer is like, man, I need a break. I'm tired. (laughs) So they put him back in his jail cell, and while he's in his jail cell, Vincent managed to convert his jailer to
0: Christianity. (laughs) This guy's fucking badass, right? What is this? So uh, I'm—I didn't mean to interrupt, but I'm looking at uh, (laughs) um, a—they're all very homoerotic. What can I? What what is it called with the colored glass? Stained stain glass. glass. Oh my god, he's naked a in a lot of the betrayals, and he's naked. But what are these? They're they look like torture giant devices keys made out of skeletons. So he's getting um. The,
1: I in my original notes, I had like a long list of all the ways in which he was supposedly tortured, but then I took it out because I was like,
0: that's too much. But like he, he you was. You know that my true passion is true crime so i cannot <laughs> believe that you took those aspects out it was so much
1: the two those, yeah. those there was like a special tool that was like a pokey thing with a hook on it. like almost like the thing that okay. you stoke a fireplace so with. like
0: is this they're like cutting open his abdomen they're they're
1: hooking his skin with hooks and then would pull and then they like, also yikes. like tied him up like rotisserie chicken like style and like this one yep, too they kinda... yep, they cut open his abdomen they did some messed up him. shit to Look him at his face supposedly like he's just kind of having a chill conversation. Yeah, he look. He's like, that's the thing that's fucking pissing off this Roman governor is he's like he won't break. He's just like so mm. chill and relaxed. So the governor Dakin, he weeps with rage. He
0: weeps with rage. Yeah. Cor- okay, is a that is our new a- band name.
1: That's yeah.
0: <laughs> I'll get <laughs> to weeps those with rage.
1: So and he's like, fine, like like put him in his jail cell, like I'm gonna just leave him alone, I'm gonna go sulk. And he even allows visitors to come and see Vincent. And Vincent is like so chill the entire fucking time. His like followers come and see him in the jail cell. They like tuck him into bed gently, and then he dies peaceful in his sleep without ever giving up the location of the Catholic texts that the Roman <laughs> governor wanted. So this is the legend. Okay. <laughs> the, the, there's one more legend that I have to tell you before I talk about something else amazing that has to do with him. Um, okay. That's that he could apparently command ravens from beyond the grave.
0: What? Oh. So when he dies, ravens okay. circled yeah. his body. Okay. And protected yeah. it. I like it. Yep. I'm here for it. Because Dakin, like, so Look he dies tiny peacefully, man.
1: peacefully in his bed after he's tucked in. his followers. And then Dakin gets mad and goes like, throws his body in the fucking woods. (laughs) And then ravens protect him from all the other wild animals until his followers can come find him. And then when they take him to bury him in his grave and eventually build a shrine to him too, ravens continue to visit him. Ravens
0: are fucking awesome. They are. Mm -hmm. Guys, Mm -hmm. ravens Mm -hmm. and crows are Mm -hmm. baller. They are. But there's a reason why we
1: have so many
0: badass stories
1: about vincent and it's because in the middle ages a cult was formed to worship <laughs> him <laughs> okay yeah uh so okay. like the middle ages that's the time when like you have all these religious texts there's this huge shifting in the catholic church you have um like novelizations and fictional retellings of things that are in the bible um and you also have, like, this weird obsession with torture. This is, what like, the first time we start to see mentions of, like, Satan or the devil is in the Middle mm. Ages. People are suddenly mm. like, hey, like, let's talk about, like, torture and shit. Let's talk about fire and brimstone. And it just really gets everybody going. And I don't know <laughs> why. <laughs> Humans love misery, man. They do. So because Vincent was tortured in life, his axe, which enabled him to become a saint. So every saint has to perform a certain number of acts. So his martyrdom is his his main big act, right? Um, they become exaggerated, like poems, like epic poems are written about him. Mm -hmm. Statues are created of him. All that stained glass stuff that you were pulling up earlier, Melissa, like all of that artwork, the paintings, the sketches, all of that is created during the Middle Ages because people suddenly become fascinated that like he was so stoic in the face of such abuses, which likely were exaggerated. I mean, he still didn't
0: give up the information, which is like... I mean, it's something.
1: But they even, um, like, a cult formed to honor him, and it, they, it centered around, geographically, around his gravesite and the um, shrine that was built to him. Um, mm-hmm. But eventually, like, his followers exhume his body and also put body parts of his on display. Oh. And this is another common thing in Catholicism in the Middle Ages, where, like, if you had a
0: piece of a saint... It would make your church super popular. Yeah. Isn't there something with like Jesus's foreskin or something? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a thing. Yep,
1: And even like when we were talking, I think last year when we did the first Halloween episode and we were talking about like All Saints Day and All Souls Day, like the original intention was people would dress up as the saints because there weren't enough of these like special body parts of saints to like go around at all the local churches. And, like, that was the way you really honored the saints. It seems so
0: weird for for Christianity because, Mm. like, Mm. Christianity is all about not desecrating remains and, like, respectfully burying people. And, like, if you don't do those things, they might be stuck in, like, purgatory or whatever. Right, right, right. right. Well, Mm. with
1: saints, they aren't going to be resurrected in the same way as just, like, followers of Christianity. Hmm. Okay.
0: So they get special treatment. Yeah, they get special treatment. Someone so, brought an apple to the teacher, aka God.
1: <laughs> so the the statue that Melissa has up is like this um it's called Vincent thrown into the dung heap. Yeah. And there's and it's all these made out of like it looks like marble, pink or marble. Yeah. 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 But there's all these depictions of his torture. Like there's no depictions of him with his fucking donkey in the vineyards. But there's a million depictions of him, well, like, getting his, like, fine. skin just pulled him, apart. It's
0: just him standing there with this very tiny little man down here. Yeah. Oh, wait. He's standing on a man. He... So, one of the things that they what said... What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> I only noticed the little man. I didn't notice the man that he's standing on. So, they, like, they... One of the
1: things of uh, the legends of his torture is that he was, like, repeatedly thrown into, like, a room with no light. Um, that was, like, filled with bones and broken pottery, too. Okay,
0: okay. So there's, like, all mm-hmm, these, mm-hmm. like,
1: fucked up things that I didn't even know were ways you could torture people.
0: Yeah. I mean, so, that's yeah. basically solitary confinement. They just threw some shit in there. Yeah. That would cut you. Which we still do today. Yeah.
1: Abolish prisons. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> Vincent had a hell of a life. Hell of an afterlife. We celebrate his feast day on January 22nd if you're Roman Catholic or November 11th if you're Eastern Orthodox. Those two can't agree on anything. Um, (laughs) uh, The thing about January 22nd for like anyone who's in like Spain or France or like European countries that have like a big wine growing season is that that's falls like smack dab in the middle of wine growing season. Um, okay. or grape growing season for the purpose I of meant, creating yeah, wine. Yeah, I knew what you meant. Yep.
0: Yep. <laughs> so no, and you just grow bottles of uh, naked <laughs> grape wine. That would and be you Just pluck it right off the vine. And Easy peasy. There you go. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. So, like, it's a day where winemakers are supposed to reflect on the past year and prepare for the year ahead. It's like that midway point. Like, so, like, they naturally do that anyways. So, like, everything with Catholicism, like, all the dates and shit is just, like, really convenient. <laughs> Coincidence? <laughs> Which is a great recruiting tool. Just make everything really convenient. Oh, you got this pagan holiday? We have we have something just like that.
0: Yeah. It's, yeah. We it's just like happen, just happen to have later. something
1: almost exactly the same. Yeah. <laughs> Um, So wine growers who celebrate this feast day are supposed to have a much better growing season and harvest, um, which is wild. I feel like we could probably do a whole episode just on wine because there's like all of these really strict rules on how wine growers can grow um, vineyards um, like there's like f- like the drought has been really horrible. 2020 has been great. The drought's been really horrible because there's like literally like 400 year olds um, yeah. plants, like yeah. the same yeah. plants. Um, yeah. And they're like they're losing them because they aren't allowed to like allow any kind of irrigation system other than like traditional irrigation methods that were used like 700 years ago. So, yeah. That's, that's what I got. Which I, I mean, got, like, wild. update
0: that shit. It's 2020, man. You, yeah. Well, yeah. Shit's bad. And it's like... You gotta do things. Like <laughs> I know. And
1: I don't know, like, what it? Like, because I, I don't know if it's, like, a European Union thing. Like, how they have designations of, like... Right. Oh, it's only, like, this kind of wine if it's grown in this specific region. Like, like almost like trademarks to protect the individual economies of each country and region. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know mm-hmm. what the reasoning is behind that. It'd be interesting to find out. But um just pray to pray to Saint Vincent and you'll be
2: covered. Well, no, 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 no. We need this no, we need the patron saint of rain.
0: Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. No, that's that true. Yeah. We need fucking fuck. rain. <laughs> but not all at no, once, because that's guys, bad too. Right. Yeah, no, that's bad too. Guys, it's fine. The planet's fine. I mean everywhere's basically in a severe yeah. drought. It's totally fine. you know we're getting like
2: twenty seven inches of snow today. It's fine. Obviously <laughs> that's, not there's no that's not how that issue.
0: works. <laughs> that's Please, like god, people no. like we had a couple times in like march where it literally rained for the entire week and was like yeah dreary or whatever mm-hmm. and then people that were like oh my god just stop. and i'm like no, no like we need the rain i'm like this isn't even enough this isn't gonna get us to like even the average let alone no. what we need to make up yeah like, no and we it's had not two...
1: oh, go ahead yeah.
0: we just we had
2: come on the it was it was yeah it was great it was like a whole week of rain but that was on the end of like 18 months of drought so no yeah no we're still <laughs> that's, yeah that's
1: actually like really yeah. horrible because what happens is when the soil gets that dry all the root systems dry up and die so when you have all that rain dumping at once it's horrible and everything gets washed out like the nutrients get flushed out of the soil so the
0: yeah the ground hardens and it can't soak up that much water which is exactly what amy and i experienced when we went camping and it Mm -hmm. decided to pour for the first time in like three months yeah and our campsite flooded almost immediately yep because, like, it just can't. Anyways, this is not Let's Explain Droughts podcast. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> so that's what I got for St. Vincent. I keep almost saying St. Anthony because he's my favorite saint. And I just want to default to St. Anthony. Sorry. Um, but that's what I got for St. Vincent. I mean, Vincent. and
2: Tony, they were probably buds, right? They were probably uh, like different, and like
1: Separated by hundreds of years. But. Hey, <laughs> But when they become saints, they all got
0: to party yeah, together. They're true. immortal. That's true. They they live. They're eternal, not immortal. I'm sorry. They are eternal. <laughs>
1: right. Right. Very right. true. So, Kate, I I hear you have a recipe for us tonight. Ooh. I hear we're doing a new thing. <gasps> Do so I exciting ever? Yeah. Oh my so god. We're
2: so, so we're doing a new thing. We're doing a new thing. Uh, okay, guys. I have this box that is this um, amazing plethora of um it's a betty crocker
0: 1971
2: Ooh. to 1981
0: you said, oh okay because you said 1980s that is even better yeah well yep. this one is from specifically
2: 1971 so i think it's i'm guessing that um somebody collected these for over a long period of time
0: uh, the, so cool. these are like little file cards,
2: um, of recipes and yes, are... I will.
0: I'm going to save the picture that Kate sent us and I'm going to post it to the blog. Yeah. Um, and I'll, I'll send you a picture
2: of this. Cause I'm going to guess one. a lot of
0: 20 somethings don't even know what a fucking recipe box looks like.
2: <laughs> oh, it's, it's amazing. they do because they have them in their grandparents' kitchens
0: still. That's like one out of like every fifty six. 20-somethings I just, <laughs> I i'm just, just throwing numbers out there true also true
2: um so the the finding a recipe you know i i just started sort of looking through here so the recipe that i pulled for today it's a fondue recipe and um this is swiss fondue and just for the record, I hate Swiss cheese. Swiss is
0: disgusting. It's the yeah, worst. I think we've
2: had this conversation. We
0: um, are the anti-Swiss cheese, anti-Swiss cheese crew, not anti-Swiss crew. No, yeah, that's Swiss. Yeah, cheese crew. like no, but
2: Swiss cheese, no good. No, no good <laughs> can come of anything that's missing that much to holes. Um, <laughs> but maybe in this in this particular case. It might be good because, I mean, so this is <laughs> a pound of Swiss cheese, <laughs> a pound of Swiss cheese okay. and, two, and two tablespoons of flour, some garlic. Um, the wine that is included in this particular recipe is happens to be Riesling. Huh. Or, or you could use Chablis if you don't have Riesling.
0: I usually um, see like cooking stuff is almost. Oh no, I guess fish recipes and stuff use white wine.
2: Yeah, yeah, this, yeah. So this is a like a lighter. It's not. Yeah, because it's a light. It's a lighter. Uh, one pound of Swiss cheese dish. Right. <laughs> yes, it's, this is the this is the heart healthy brand. Mm. Um, Red wine
0: is better for your heart.
2: True. Also true.
0: <laughs> There's also sherry
2: in this. Um, oh, jeez. Yeah, so you're using a cup of wine, white Riesling or Chablis, but and then um, a couple of tablespoons of um, Kirsch. Do you know? Do you, Do we know what that is? That Kirsch? is
0: um, cherry
2: brandy. Okay, so yeah. either this. Gross. Terry Brandy. Oh, no,
0: I love Kirsch. I bet but it's no, delicious. No, I'm thinking but... of it
1: mixed with Swiss cheese. In here. Uh, Well,
0: but anything mis- mixed with Swiss cheese is gross because Swiss cheese is gross. True, right. True. So the, People that are listening, could... please feel free to go to social and yell at us about disliking Swiss cheese like you did yelling at Kate about how she disliked rosemary. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Sorry. Um, and also uh, so you could use Kirsch or Sherry, just like, you know, cooking Sherry. Okay. Yeah. Um, And then some salt, some nutmeg, and then um, I was sort of surprised that there was no, like, um, mustard powder or anything in this or anything. But this is a really pretty sort of mild um, fondue. And then it says, you know, to so you're cutting it into cubes and you're putting it in your... Um, there's a whole, also, guys. There's a this whole discussion about how to have fun with fondue, <laughs> and also telling you what a
0: fondue is. So I mean, it is all. About I really the, thought fondue was just melted cheese. Like I didn't yeah. know that there were like fondue. Yeah. Recipes. So in, this, in this,
2: there's let's see, there's there's British brunch fondue. There's God. campfire fondue. There's teenage kitchen fondue. Uh, the Greek fondue. Yeah, guys, this is like teenage the, kitchen. Yeah, teenage kitchen fondue. Mm-hmm.
0: I have yep. never had fondue. Fun fact. Yeah, I haven't um, either. And I
1: love cheese. Like as a rule, cheese is amazing. I mean, yeah,
0: it's like it's like hot cheese, and you dip bread in it, right? Yes. Or right, whatever. Or like meat bread or, whatever. or um,
2: also like so. This um has some recommended dippers. Um, cubed cooked ham, cubed cooked brussels sprouts um so hey 1971 betty crocker ahead of the time on the brussels sprouts train oh my god Uh, so brussels sprouts
1: were horrible then though right what do you mean like brussels sprouts are different than they were in the 70s is it like bananas it's like they like literally some guy discovered some heirloom like variety of brussels sprouts in like the late 80s early 90s and was like this tastes Good. Good. And yeah, everything else tastes horrible. And now like all a the Brussels weird... sprouts we have are the good kind.
2: What? Well, then way ahead. Way ahead of yeah. Brussels sprouts. My town. mind is fucking blown should, right now. I'm going to add that to the list. Brussels sprouts. Brussels sprouts.
0: Yes. Go ahead, baby. I bet
2: there's a Brussels sprouts <laughs> recipe in here. So let's do that. Um,
0: so, sorry. Continue. So, yeah. So this is basically
2: like a... Um, it you know it's talking about how you kind of have to um you you sprinkle the the flour on the cubes of cheese and that's what mm-hmm. helps it to stay like to melt properly and stay huh. properly oh, so like almost um, like making a roux yeah yeah yeah, yeah exactly okay. like to how how to kind of incorporate it into the cheese without the cheese breaking cuz that's like if you've ever made like a a bechamel and then added cheese to it you have a really hard
0: time sometimes
2: not Right. Breaking the cheese.
0: Mm-hmm. Sidebar, you know what that reminds me of? What? I don't know that Amy has Amy, you've watched Shits Creek. No. I just watched like, in uh, the, the first episode but and yeah, was like, folding eh? in the cheese where yeah, she's just, cooking with David and she's like, and now you fold in the cheese and he's like, what What is that? What do you mean, yeah. fold in the cheese? And she <laughs> goes, fold it in and he's like, I don't I don't know how to fold in. What does Poking. that mean? Cheese like just that what does in. that mean? Just, <laughs> just like, I, can't do I can't tell you how to do everything, David. So good. If you, Amy, you got to watch it. It's It's on my list like, to
1: rewatch. It's. Honestly, I don't think it's a show I can watch around my kids, though. So that means no, you can't. Oh, I, I can? don't think
0: there's anything. I mean, there's. It's pretty wholesome. I mean, there's, there's a little like, bit of language, but it's not. They're okay. Oh, I'm trying to think. There isn't even like a bunch of f bombs or anything. Okay. Like it's a. It aired on TV, and it's my children are going to be violent. very cultured. Because
1: of the amount of TV it's, they watch. That's what I keep telling myself. <laughs>
0: it's just like heartwarming. <laughs> it's sweet. It's shit, I mean, I, Shit's Creek sponsor us. It's not on anymore, but not that they wouldn't. Eugene Levy. <laughs> Eugene Levy, please send mm. me a message. I love you so much. <laughs> I watched you on Canadian Bake Off. No one else did that. <laughs> I did it. And then he left and I was sad. Oh. Anyways.
1: Kate, I have sorry. a really important question for you. Oh, sure. Uh-oh. Yes. How do you have fun?
0: with fondue oh right fun with fondue
2: did i oh how to how to have fun with fondue okay um okay it was already out of her head (laughs) here's gone how to have fun with fondue okay plan everything ahead then relax it's simple to entertain this charming do-it-yourself way um there's some oil fondue tips like Place the pot in the middle of a level table within easy reach um, of a f- assumingly there's four people who will share the pot. Um, heat the oil in the fondue pot uh, before you bring it out to the table. And then you put all of the stuff in it and wow your guests at the table. Oh yeah um there's also oh yes how to play it safe with fondues because you, you don't want, want to cheese flying around to get too crazy with the fondue uh, <laughs> choose a sturdy steady fondue pot uh fill the alcohol burner only half full i don't know what that means um
1: <laughs> we need to get a fondue pot
2: yeah no yeah. we need a fondue pot i think i think the only ones that i've ever seen ha- were like the like um Oh, I guess, yeah, I guess
0: they, they have like a little su- heating element underneath or something. Can yeah, we-
2: either that or like sometimes those like sterno things. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I don't know if that's really hot enough to actually melt stuff. I wonder, I think you probably have to get it all ready and then put it in. Yeah, that pot. I don't
0: but think sterno would be. Can we, can we go
1: on Patreon and ask our seven listeners to buy us a fondue pot?
0: Amy, our Patreon <laughs> is posterity. unlisted because we never did anything with it. <laughs> But what if we do do something with it?
2: What if (laughs) we chose, what if we actually did? I think I actually might have a vintage uh, fondue pot. Um, You've got to, you have everything.
1: Does
0: yeah. it have a in, fire in which... extinguisher close by? Because if it's vintage, it's going to a 1960s plug. It's like our both Kate and my vintage ceramic Christmas trees that we're not allowed to plug in mm. because the plugs are from the 1970s and look like they would definitely start a fire. Yeah, They
2: have no ground. They just have two yeah, No, two they are yeah. scary mm-hmm. yeah, that's looking why I'm plugs. I'm not allowed to plug in mine, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't plug mine in.
0: Yep, not yep, allowed. Yep. So,
2: But yes, so um, all the wine and cheese in the world. Um huh. Betty, Betty also says four to a fondue pot is best for safety and comfort. Oh. Have you guys Have seen
0: that video of the guy that tried to put cheese into a uh, chocolate fountain? Yes. And oh, it's yes. just like, like solid. And he like keeps... flings around and that man looks like he saw his life yep. flash before. But then he got it. Later on, he posted a video where he did it. Oh, that's good. Yeah. yeah I well, feel well, good for the him again. The thing about
2: those chocolate fountains is you're putting so much oil in that chocolate to make sure that it's flowing. Mm. Like
0: the idea of ugh, like maybe if it was like
2: Velveeta. Ugh. I think
0: what he ends up doing is he ends up melting pre-melting a like a fake cheese and putting it in and it works. But initially, I think he uses like real cheese and it just solidifies. <laughs> yeah. So when it's spinning around it makes the a thing, it lasso. just creates. Yeah. It creates a projectile. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. No, I have it's not seen It's one that. of the funny... Uh, we'll have to send it to you. It's one of the funniest yeah. things I've ever seen in my life. It's great. <laughs> and that's I always so...
1: feel bad whenever I watch videos like that online. Because, I, like, I, there's a part of me that's just like, oh, that poor person. Like, Well, yeah. And then
0: he posted the new video where it works. And he just looks so happy. Oh, good. That makes me so happy. But I'm not a fan of chocolate fountains. But I would be very much willing to try fondue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's
2: um, there's like a chain. I mean, maybe they don't exist anymore. But in the before times, there was a chain of restaurants. I think called like the Melting Pot or something. I and feel they like were in like
0: in the before times. You mean the 1990s? No, I mean like <laughs> 2019. That's like a current
2: thing. Yeah, I remember seeing places called the Melting Pot. Yeah, it's well, a, I
0: mean, but we live in like a cultural wasteland, so
2: no, no, no. I think that there's. I think
0: that there was one in like original fondue restaurant they were founded in florida melting pot manchester new hampshire what what in manchester what uh oh my god i remember seeing this place they closed though Mm. oh okay they're not there anymore yeah Mm.
1: especially like having a, a restaurant where the whole like premise is like shared dishes oh yeah can't no. be doing too well right now no
2: yeah no oh,
0: freaking no. wikipedia yelling at me for donations oh I know they've been really yeah. needy yeah they. Have I been. mean <laughs> they do need to make money I usually donate like once a year because I use wikipedia so much but anyways Kate cool yeah so when are we having our fondue party that will just be the two of us because we're in each other's bubble and Amy can't come unfortunately
2: boo um, new year's shall we do new year's fondue party okay
1: are you there Okey for dokey. that? Yep. Right. <laughs> can, can you guys like like video chat me into it <gasps> and I can just eat my own cheese? That would be so much fun. Oh, um, <laughs> really I'm
0: going to get a bottle of Dom for New Year's, so it'll be better to share with somebody instead of drinking it all on my own. And and I'll, I'll drink my $5 boy. wine. <laughs> <laughs> Not anybody can be as bougie as me, man. I know. Mm, mm-hmm. You know me. Oh, Miss, man. Uh, I couldn't remember what the fucking... Guy's name from Annie was. Daddy Warbucks. Daddy Warbucks. I was going to say Mommy Warbucks. Thank you. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and my brain just stopped. So that's really cool, Kate. But I think that we really need to make it. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I think I think that would be really we could that could be a good follow up. But it's, I love
0: this Betty Crocker recipe. Box. Oh, my gosh, mm-hmm. guys,
2: there's there are just there's like a little index card booklet here that's going oh to that like talks about all the different stuff that's in here there's all these the so there's some of the um some of the categories just really quickly um there's um let's see salads for every occasion there's uh entertaining on a shoestring there's men's favorites that should be fun um
1: we have uh, to have dishes hurry, for hurry the up. men
2: yeah <laughs> hurry up main dishes uh impromptu party fair uh foods that go places ground beef to the rescue so
0: there's like a bunch of good ones in here that's great ground beef is very versatile
1: it is yeah
0: Did you say versatile or versatile i Versa- think it
1: depends on where you are in the country <laughs> mm, i i think it's for me i think it's like
2: caribbean and caribbean if i think about it i say it one way and if i just say it yeah. i say it a i think different i say way.
0: caribbean not caribbean
1: yeah i see caribbean
0: Anyways, <laughs> we're great at ending man. episodes. Oh,
1: well, this is this is awesome. I learned a lot about wine and that fondue recipe because it has Swiss cheese. Sounds disgusting. But I want to try fondue. I didn't know that. Yeah, I assumed Melissa could... would have tried it fondue at one point at least.
0: Oh, yeah. Maybe? We got to switch out the cheese because I'm not eating yeah. fucking Swiss yeah, cheese. Yeah, we're not fondue. doing Swiss.
1: Sorry. No. Sorry, we'll listeners. Do...
2: I'm sure we could find something else. Something different. Just use
1: your craft American singles that you love. Who's a fucking brick mm. of Velveeta. It's gonna a low yeah, no.
0: point. It really does. Oh, really like, like American cheese. I'm sorry. Just some good cheddar. Just throw some good cheddar a- in American there cheese product, I should say. Yeah. <laughs> cheese okay. product. Okay. <laughs> well, that was great. I think we're going to leave you guys. I closed my notes, so I don't remember how I said that we're supposed to end this. Thank you, everyone, um, for listening. And we'll catch thanks. you next time. Yeah, that's what it is. Okay.
1: <laughs> Bye. 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 <laughs>
0: I'm trying to give you guys as much lead up as possible and it never worked. They're like big right. breath throws me off. Thank you for listening to Drunk Dish. For recipes and more, please visit drunkdish.com. If you like what you hear, subscribe and leave a review on iTunes or Apple Music. You can also follow us on Twitter at Drunk Dish Pod and Instagram at Drunk Dish. And again, thanks for listening.